What's up, guys? I'm Meg. I'm Mimi. This is Direct Golden Hours. We talk about anything and everything. From gaming content to spooky, scary stories to even what we ate for breakfast. Hey, what's up, guys? (laughs) Mimi here. Um, I am so sorry for those out there who haven't, you know, um heard us in a while. <laughs> Meg and I have been extremely busy for the month of October. I realized that the month of October has been extremely, extremely busy for me too. So I want to like just put it out there for you all saying that, you know, we're extremely sorry and we are still going to continue with our plans in regards to the um, murder cases. Um, we are going to actually do a murder case that is really, really sad. It's the Hello Kitty murder case. And we also have a guest here named Mr. Loco. You all know him. Say hi. Who? <laughs> who? Hello. Hello? <laughs> I thought you said who? <laughs> oh, I don't know. My mic was cutting out. You're totally fine. Um... So, Mr. Loco here is our guest today. May couldn't make it because yesterday she actually finished eight days of her freaking subathon, which I'm so proud of her. Um, she she got she recently got verified on Kick, and she's got about 1K followers now. She's fucking killing it. Let's give a big shout out to our one and only Meg. Um, but anywho, so she couldn't be here today. So we have a guest, Mr. Loco. Um, some of you may know him by Loco TV on Twitch. Um, or <clears throat> Loco Gaming on Twitter, um, you know, you're Mr. Loco on TikTok, and then you also, you're also the one that I know that has, like, just a wig <laughs> whenever you're, you're playing games. Um, you have a whole yeah. personality. It's really cool. I think it's, I think it's great. Um, <laughs> you're welcome. So, Mr. Loco, do you want to go ahead and start telling uh, yourself about Sorry, telling us about yourself. Um, dyslexia, yeah. excuse me. <laughs> it, it happens to the best of us. <laughs> but yeah, I'm Mr. Loco. I'm a streamer. I've been streaming for about three years. Mostly streaming Sea of Thieves recently, but I started out with first-person shooter games. But I also, you know, I, I stream as a hobby. I, I enjoy it pretty well. I've met a lot of cool people like you and Meg through Twitch and Kick and streaming. But uh, also, like in my RL, I've taken, like, I got a bachelor's degree in criminal justice. So, like, the murder case subjects, I learned a, quite a bit of it in college. I had a homicide class and actually read about the one we're talking about today in one of the classes that I had. And that's when you sent me the documents, that's how I remembered. I was like, hey, wait a minute, I've I've read this one before, so mm-hmm. and That's awesome. Yeah, <clears throat> and, you know, I, I like I'm a jack of all trades, is like I like to say. Uh, I like comics, I like anime, I like movies, video games, pop culture. You know, I try to be in touch with everything. Same. I love to talk, so. I do. I do too. I love the talkie talkie. Um, and Meg does too. And sometimes like we joke about how like this podcast has like 
whenever we talk, like it just goes on for two fucking hours sometimes, and we're just like, wait, yeah. let's get let's get back to the uh, topic at hand. <laughs> um, we both, I think, we both have ADHD, and our editor Cole um, is also. <clears throat> um ADHD too so whenever he comes on it's like whoa um and I will tell you that right here right now like that's okay to say because you know they're they openly talk about it too so um yeah yeah, I've got a set of problems too we don't we all um okay so anything else that you want to talk about um loco Mr. Loco I really love that name I just I just I just want to say loco and my coco (laughs) yeah I mean um, actually, it wasn't my first uh, Twitch name. I changed it. I was uh, Mr. Blonde when I first started out streaming because I mm-hmm. love the movie Reservoir Dogs. And oh. the Game Hunt Showdown uh, was the first game I streamed. And I was going around basically doing crazy stuff. And my teammates would go, hey, look at this guy. He's loco. And oh, I, love I was that. like, hey, that, that catches. And, that uh, fits. That fits. It was actually. <laughs> Yeah, it was actually another streamer that helped me get that name because he's like, "What are you loco?" and it it was it just stuck and I changed it. So <laughs> and then then the whole wig and character thing come from a Halloween costume about two years ago. It uh, won a poll on what costume I should have, and it was like a 1980s wrestler's wig and headband and like that's cool. The American flag pants and I was like, "Wait a minute, I." I enjoy streaming like this because it kind of gives me that confidence and mm-hmm. you know be be a character and have fun with it and i'm mm-hmm. still basically me but i'm also mr loco when mm-hmm. i'm streaming so yeah i love it, it. Yeah. i love it i love it i love it it's yeah it's really cool um when i saw you i think i thought honestly um Oh my gosh, what is, it's an old 90s movie, um, I thought of, I think it's, it has Jim Carrey and, um, one other guy that has the crazy hair like you and, like, the sweatband, um, help me out here, it's, it's, it's a hilarious, I, I don't know if it's, is it Dumber, Dumb and Dumber? Um, <clears throat> so yeah, that's what I thought of that character, and I was like, not saying that you're just... <laughs> I thought it was from that movie, so yeah. that's good to know I, yeah, the origin. Yeah, I love that movie. <laughs> yeah, I um, love that movie. I love Jim Carrey. Just, Jim Carrey is one of my favorite comedians, just saying. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. So, yeah, no. So, yeah, I saw that, and that's good to know that it's like you have a different origin to it. Um, but, yeah, no. Um, and I want to apologize to you, Loco. You have been waiting to be on this podcast, I think, since, like, we first started it, and I feel so bad that <laughs> we haven't oh, gotten okay. to you. We've gotten to like I think all of our all of our um, guests that applied in the beginning now. So thankfully, so but if you guys want to be a guest, still the it's still open for those who are out there who still want to like apply. The application is on our is on Meg's Discord, and if you ever want to apply, reach out to me or Meg on our um, socials or anything like that. So. Um, let's go ahead and get into the Hello Kitty murder. So, for those out there, this is a very horrendous, horrendous, horrendous murder. Um, it's very sad. Huge trigger warning. Um, we're going to get into the woman who was murdered, the woman, um, and it's in China. It's set in China. Uh, we're going to get into the woman. Her name was um, Fan Mei Yi, 
and the kidnapping. We're going to get into like the actual murder. Um, and then, um, then we're going to get into the trial, like the, and then all the aftermath of what happened after that. So this is going to be a very long, um, hoping to actually be a long podcast. So, and sorry for those who are out there who kind of hear my voice. I, I just got over a really bad cold. Um, I was really, really sick and I, um, if I sound nasally or if I'm like coughing all of a sudden, this is like the most I've talked in, in days. So, <laughs> um, <clears throat> I've been drinking some tea and, you know, water and hydrating. So that'll, that'll help with my, um, with my talking. But anyways, let's, like I said, trigger, huge trigger warning. So if you guys, um, don't like the talk of like death and beheading and anything, anything of that sort. This is extremely 18 plus. Um, please, please, you know, it, it even got me a little bit. I'm not going to lie. And I like listening to murder cases. I listen to, um, morbid. I always talk about morbid. They're one of my favorite, um, podcast girls and crime junkies and stuff like that. It's just, just so you know, this is very sad, very, very sad. So, I'm going to get into the woman, like I said, Fan Mei Yi. She was born in 1976 in Sejong, China. So if I can't pronounce some of these, I'm so sorry. Um, these are really hard names to pronounce. <laughs> um, so she was born in 1976, um, but when she was a baby, her family abandoned her. And, and I couldn't find like where they abandoned her, um, but I, do, I did find out that she went to an all-girls orphanage in Ma Ta Wei. Why? Sorry, Ma Toy Wai. Um, when she turned 15, she was told to leave the orphanage because she had an age, they had an age restriction. Um, so she became homeless and started getting addicted to drugs. And Fan was forced into street prostitution until the age of 21. So pretty, pretty hard upbringing for her. Um, <clears throat> So after, you know, she began, she kind of got into that scene. She began working at the brothel named Romance Villa, located in Sham, Sham Shui Po. And she eventually married one of her clients, who was a fellow drug addict named Nig Chi Yin, or Wu Xian, in 1996. Um, again, so sorry, guys, if I don't pronounce these names very well, but I'm trying. Um, I'm a white ass bitch. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm just a southern. I, I don't know. I, I just can't pronounce stuff. <laughs> I have also have dyslexia, so it's just like <laughs> um, again, which is why I made this entire document to read off of. <laughs> um, anyways. So she gave birth to a son two years later in approximately November 1998. I couldn't find more on her son, but I did find a picture of her son. Um, super cute baby. Her, It was actually a picture of her and her son. Um, and it's super cute. And I will send it to you, Loco, here in a second. Um, and so, you know, because she also married another drug addict um he was described to be abusive um and neighbors honestly when they were lived together um i didn't know i didn't find any like where they lived together i think it was just a an apartment together um but the neighbors would report being woken up by sounds of the couple's fights and the child screaming and crying um 
Upon the pregnancy and the birth um, of her son, Than decided to turn her life around. Um, because, you know, a lot of the times, some children can change that <laughs> when you have a child. Um, so she, cause she wanted to protect her son and she wanted to provide him a safer life and didn't want him to be succumb to what she, what her unfortunate life surrounded her with. So she quit drugs and she quit prostitution. She got a job at a hostess at a nightclub named Empress Karaoke Club. Um, and then she eventually left her violent husband. Um, you know, she had let much lower income after that, and she did struggle to support her family after she left her husband. So, um, that's a little bit about Van Mie. Um, <clears throat> and then we're, we're going to get into a little bit of the kidnapping and how, um, what happened, um, after she became a hostess at the Empress Karaoke Club. Um, so she was doing that, but, you know, she's trying to support her. She tried to support her kiddo, trying to do the best she can. Um, and then Loco, before we started recording, you said a little bit about, like, it's really sad, um, you know, how she tried to turn her life around and then this happened to her. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's sad. Yeah, it just, yeah, it's just like she tried to get out of it and ended up getting in something even worse, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I get it. Like, um, so, yeah. I mean she did steal some money from um a man named chan man um he was a 33 year old wuxing wo triad member so i don't know if uh, i did a little research on the wuxing wo triad um um what's it called the you know the triad the, it's like it's basically a, you know a um it's, it's like the like the Yakuza's in Japan, yes. it's the triads in China, Hong Kong. It's basically yeah. their version of the mafia. Yes, their version of the mafia, and they were basically they were founded in the 1930s, um, and they're actually yep. still going to this day. Um, which oh is, yeah, it's sad. Um, so, anyways, he had a problem. This man Chen Min Uk, um, um, who had a problematic behavior since middle school, and he, you know, had previous. Um, convictions for drug trafficking in 1991 so he's been around basically um so he was basically he was you know he's a bad dude to be trifled with he was you know you didn't want to be around him you shouldn't have been around him you shouldn't have trusted him um but with um fawn being so desperate to possibly like take care of her kiddo um, she did steal, um, in early 1999, she stole Chan's wallet, which contained about Hong Kong $4,000, which is about roughly the equivalent of $500. And for somebody who, um, hi, <laughs> I'm also, um, always broke. $500 is a lot. <laughs> yeah, $500 is a lot of money when you don't got nothing. Yeah. When you have nothing and like speaking from somebody who is in the negative in their bank account right now, it, it's a lot. <laughs> um, <clears throat> kidding, kidding. Anywho. So, you know, Chan Man Hook, Ik, Chan Man Uk, I think it is Chan Man Uk. Um, you know, he didn't like that. He found out. Um, he was like, you know, what's up, bro? Like, give my money back. She did return the money um, when she was caught. So, um, but Chan, of course, being the um, Yakuza of China, demanded an extra $10,000, additional $10,000 um, to, quote unquote, make up from stealing from him. Um, what a ick of a man. I'm just saying. Ick. Ick, 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 ick. Um, 
<laughs> cannot describe. I mean, this man is disgusting. And like I said, we'll get more into what happened. Um, she didn't, of course, have the money. So, you know, she needed more time to secure that additional fee, which she told him, um, which was fine. You know, like, it is what it is. Money is, uh, in my opinion, money is money. You know, yes, it does make the world go around, but you don't need to murder somebody over money, in my opinion. But this is also a different culture. This is the, basically the mafia, like, yeah, you fucked up. Um, well... Honestly, it wasn't her fault, in my opinion, but yeah. it wasn't her fault. Uh, yeah, it wasn't her fault. And more, probably more of his was trying to get a reputation of being this crazy dude, too. Oh, yeah. Being a fucking just yeah. crazy-ass man. Psycho. Yeah. yeah to be, just possibly, try, like, you know, want to get ranked up in the, in the yeah. triad that he was a part of. Just saying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just wanted to just get, you know, get his name out there and, you know, like oh, what he did, you know, but and probably just didn't have no conscience. Mm-hmm. Or something else was going on. And, like, that's another thing yeah. that I get really interested in regards to, like, murder podcasts. I always want to pick their brain. I always wonder why. Yeah. What made, what led you to these decisions and, you know... <clears throat> What made, like, what mental illness do you have um, that's just, like, making you do these things because are giving you these decision factors? It's it's crazy for me. Like, that's, like, one thing that, like, the reason why I have such an addiction to um, murder podcasts or, like, murder and, like, you know, it's first, of course, the mystery and the facts yeah. and, like, how, why, why, you know what I mean? So... That's what I, that's what intri intrigues me the most. Like, Chan Minook, why were you such a scum of the fucking earth? <laughs> Anyways. What? Go ahead. I mean, it's just, it's interesting in that, how can someone be pushed to, like, decide that? Like you said, it is interesting to, to like, break that down like a mystery. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's why I get so, like, into this stuff. So, um, anyways, so, of course, you know, when she said when she needed more time, that wasn't enough for him. Um, so on March 17th, 1999, 1999, um, Chanman Ook grabbed, uh, gathered, um, um, by three men, sorry, gathered three men and one girl. Um, and they went to her flat in the Fuyu section of La Yu Estate. Chan, um, his grooming victim was Lao Min Fong, and we'll get to who Lao Min Fong was later. She's actually pretty important in this um, trial. Um, and um, and Lang, Ling Xing Cho and two two other um, other guys, possibly twenty six, of the boyfriend of Lao. So it was just, it was a, it was a lot of people that, you know, and one, one person who could take a tiny woman out of her apartment. And when she, when I read that, I was like, what about her baby? What? Yeah. Like the bait, she's trying to do the best for her life. And like, she has her kid with her, you know, she probably had her kid with her and, um, her baby probably saw her being kidnapped. A, a child couldn't do anything about it. Um, 
And honestly, I couldn't find much of what happened to the child after. Um, but yeah, it's just sad. Anyway, so they abducted her and the group took Thon to an apartment at number one, or sorry, number 31 Granville Road in the Simshashui um, district where they were, they imprisoned her for a month. Again, the baby, the poor baby, you know what I mean? Um... So the apartment was rented by Chan himself, but was owned by two men referred to as Asham and Akko, who were not involved in the activities. Um, initially, Chan had intended to make money um, off a fan by pimping her out um, to other men. So basically using her as a little sex doll um, and then paying for her sex. Um, so again, trigger, this is, guys, this is really bad trigger warnings here um for those who have had stuff i mean stuff like not like stuff like this happened to them but for those who are a little squeamish at this stuff it's it's sad um so prior to the kidnapping both lee Wan yon and lee shang Cho worked at a retail store nearby granville road <clears throat> so now I, we're going to get into the murder, they, what happened after they imprisoned her, tied her up into this apartment for a month. Um, and again, guys, this is huge, huge, huge trigger warning. It is extremely sad. And um, like me, when I read this, I was like, oh, my God, I, I can't believe I have to like repeat this. But, you know, it's for the pod. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a trigger warning. It's a trigger warning for sure. So, the murder. Um, so, during her imprisonment, she was tortured and raped. Um, according to a source, she was also beaten with metal bars, sometimes while being strung up and used as a punching bag. On one occasion, Fan was kicked in the head around 50 times. Spices were rubbed into Fan's wounds. Her legs and feet were burned with candle wax and hot plastic so that she was unable to walk. She was forced to consume human feces and urine. She was forced to smile and say that she enjoyed these beatings. If she refused, she subject they subjected her to even harsher torture. This treatment eventually led to traumatic shock and ultimately her death. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, she succumbed to her wounds between April 14th or April 15th of 1999. Um, you know, she's, you know, some sources have claimed that she died while her captors were out, but others say she died overnight. They're not entirely sure. So upon discovery of Fawn's body, her captors, then it, you know, wasn't enough. They dismembered her body parts, her entire body and boiled the remains. Her skull was then sewed inside of a Hello Kitty doll filled with dead insects while the rest of the body was discard discarded. So, her own, only one of her skulls, a tooth, and some internal organs were recovered in a plastic bag. <clears throat> so, I did talk about this little, this girl that was named, um, La Mingfeng, um, who was, um, his the Chan Min Uk's um, grooming woman. 
she, you know, she was 14 in May of 1999. So this is about a month after this happened. Um, <clears throat> she made her way to Hong Kong police station and said the off and told the officers for the past several weeks that she had been constantly plagued by a ghost of a woman who had been bound by electrical wire and tortured to death. The police brushed her off, just, you know, saying, oh, well, that's weird. Okay, go go away. <laughs> um, you know, it was nothing, they claimed it as nothing but dreams and teenage nonsense. Um, however, her their interest was piqued when she explained that the ghost was a woman she had a hand in murdering. Um, so then they were like, oh, what? Like, okay, that's, that's very suspicious. You know, first of all, you're telling that, you know, you're being plagued by a ghost, but then you're like, you change your story and you say that, you know, she had a hand in murdering. So they followed that 14 year old back to the flat in the city's rundown Kulan district. They discovered that the girl's dreams were in fact very, very real nightmares. Um, inside the flat, they found an oversized Hello Kitty doll with, with um, Feynman's decapitated skull inside of it. Um, so other parts were recovered from trash dumps in the Sham Shui Poi um, district and Wan Shui Tai, tai Kuk Tusi. Sorry, Tus? I think it's Tai Kuk Tus. I think, yeah, I think that's it. <clears throat> Sometimes the T's are silent in this in um chinese so i don't think i'm saying that right but anyways um so they found like her body parts and all these other things that they they did to her they dismembered her her dismembered bodies in other areas um so the police were like all right who you know they asked this woman who who is this who did this um they she said like it was this man chan um, he was still living with his wife, Apui, um, and his newborn baby at an apartment in the Shenyang section of the Shukli estate. The apartment was raided by SWAT officers on the early morning hours of May 28th. Um, so this is about a week after, um, oh, sorry, 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 sorry. It says May of 1999. It doesn't say, like, the actual date. Sorry, I was thinking May 14th. Like I said, guys. Dyslexia. This is why I wrote this shit down. <laughs> um, so May 28th, C. Stui was first suspected to be involved with the murder, but was quickly released after new evidence was found. Um, that was his wife. So, by the way. Um, after finding out the murder made it to the media via Machu-based local newspaper, Luing Wai On fled to mainland China before getting caught by the police. So this was also one of his um, his other guys that got involved with the kidnapping and the killing. Um, on, but the police did find him on February 14th of 2000. After irregularities were found in his passport, prior to their arrest, Luing was put on Interpol's most wanted list. He was sent back to Hong Kong on February 17th for the trial. Um, so by that time, it's a full on investigation. Um, so of course they, you know, if they found the perpetrators, they, um, at the time they didn't know it was fun school. It was at that point still like a woman that they found in this Hello Kitty plushie. Um, so they, you know, Forsnicks found that it was fun school. 
um, and they identified it on June 3rd after a photo photo overlapping sorry photo overlapping method at Lockhart Mortuary, and the school was moved to the Kulan Public Mortuary after the trial. <clears throat> so the torturous part of it was, you know, it was so horrifying. Um, the tale of the 14-year-old girl who reported her murder. Um, you know, she was responsible for turning her, the tortures in, but, you know, she was one herself. So, you know, they, some people do want to know, like, what happened to her. So, um, not only is Afang likely a give you know like a nickname like me how i'm mimi you're mr loco given to her by the hong kong courts at the 14 year old girl was a girlfriend of chan man ooks though girlfriend was probably a loose term in all likelihood the girl was another one of his prostitutes so so a little bit more about afong um at one point um afong was visiting the torturous trio in man ooks apartment and she witnessed man ook kick man yi 50 times in the head Afong then joined in, hitting Manye in the head, though the details of the extent of the torture inflicted by Afong was not released. As part of her plea deal, they were no doubt extensive. When, she, when asked about them, she replied, I had a feeling it was for fun. Yeah. I don't care how fucking old you are. No. No. I don't give a fuck how old you are. This is not for fun. Nobody, like, hits a woman's head for 50 times for fun that's fucking crazy it's an it's it is crazy um that's, that's not a fun activity no it's not um it's disgusting it's a disgusting activity yeah. and yes. i truly think that afong should have been also perpetrated unfortunately you know in exchange, oh, yeah. yeah she should have she should have been even though she's 14 you have you have a brain girl like you could have yeah, stopped it man. at any fucking time. Yeah, and she could have turned them in at any time prior to when she was seeing, you know, the ghost and feeling guilty. Yeah, and, you know, prior, you know, walking into the apartment and seeing him hit her in the head. She could have gone to the police right then and there. Yeah. But, I mean, it's it's sad. It's just sad all around. Um, so... So a little bit more about what actually happened to her, you know, exchange for protection, which she also likely received in part due to the fact that she was so young. Um, Afang testified against Chan Man Uk and his two henchmen in an attempt to rid herself of the haunting she claimed to be, quote unquote, experiencing. She detailed the torture that the three men put Fan Ming Yu through. So she was there the entire time. Oh, yeah. So she was basically like, you know, she testified against him. I think she was let go. Um... <clears throat> Anyways, so then we'll yeah. <laughs> Do you have anything to say about that, Loco? I mean, like we was talking about for the podcast, that kind of reminded me of a case I was reading about in Kentucky, and they actually made a movie about it. Um, you know, where the perpetrator was feeling guilty and turned himself in. You know, it's okay. it's very you know her out of all the parties that participated the 14 year old seemed like she was troubled by it after the fact but like you said she could have stopped i mean she she didn't have to partake in it yeah and yeah. she she could have been like wait this is not right and 
I mm -hmm. need to go tell somebody about this. But also, she could have been, you know, if she was one of the prostitutes for the triads, you know, she could have been scared herself, you know. But still, yeah. don't give no excuse. It don't give no excuse to punch and kick someone 50 times and make them eat their own feces and urine and smile. That's the part that they made her smile. And if she didn't, they would make it worse. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's so cold. It's, it's, it's just... Yeah, like actual garbage. Actual garbage. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's one of the worst, one, worst cases I've ever read and heard. Mm -hmm. And I've read and heard a lot, like, like I said at the start of the, start of the recording. You know, I took a homicide class in one of my for criminal justice. I graduated a bachelor's in criminal justice, and one of the courses I had was homicide. And I never, I think we read a little bit about the this case, and compared to the other ones, this one was the most horrendous. And the fact that they tortured her for a month and. The, the things they put her through and then how they got rid of the body. They, they you know, didn't give her even rest, even in death. No, no. And honestly, I hope that they're still rotting in jail or dead. And, you know, fun me is, is haunting the fuck out of them. I hope that they're every single one of them that was no matter who, even the, even the little girl, like, I mean, I get it. Yes. Like she was a prostitute. She was probably scared. She was owned by a fucking triad member. Like she was, it was probably really scary for her. I completely understand where you're coming from, but yeah, you're right. It still doesn't excuse what she ultimately let happen. And she didn't, I mean, yeah, they didn't force her to do it by what I've been reading and looking into it. She, partaked in it because she wanted to like exactly. you like it said she thought it was fun exactly and that's in my eyes that's not a that's not a i that's not what is fun in my eyes fun in my eyes is oh. hanging out with my friends and going to the movies <laughs> especially when you're 14 years old you know yeah. i've never once thought about hey i'm gonna make a human punching bag out of somebody and yeah, me neither. Yeah. I I was <laughs> I was um reading books at the library when I was fourteen all by myself. <laughs> Twilight video games. Yes, playing what? video games. Um, playing video games. And... Reading Twilight and playing video games because <laughs> I had. No I didn't friends. read Twilight, but <laughs> I read Twilight. I was forced to watch the movies, but you know, Robert Pattinson. Surprise! I mean, to me, he's the best Batman, but. That's another hey, story in itself. Hey, okay, okay, okay. They actually, her and I have this debate about like how good how good that Batman was. I think it was a good one. I think Robert Pattinson was great. He was great. I thought it was amazing. Yeah. I went to go see it, I think, uh, with my friends, or I don't even know. I went to go see it and I thought it was amazing. Um, personally. I still think I still like Christian Bale, to be honest with you. But Robert yeah. Pattinson is still, like, up there, in my opinion. But Meg did not like the movie. And, like, I think she talked about it on the, the podcast once. And she's just, like, wow. she's just, like, she's just, like, it's just so confusing. And I was just, like, okay, if I could get <laughs> Meg to talk about it, I will. And I will let you know. Like, but, you know, she just, and, like, I, I can't speak for her. But she just, she just didn't like it, for in her opinion. And that's fine. Um, I'd love Yeah, it. that's fine. <laughs> I loved it. Um... I'm a diehard Batman fan. I don't know if I told you that or put yes. my application. I am a diehard Batman fan. When I say diehard, like I have 
a basically a collection of the books, the pop figures, and even the Hot Wheels Batmobile. That is cool. And a picture, yeah, and a picture of me sitting in the Batmobile from the television show in the '60s, the one with Adam West. And that set, you know, I, I I love Batman. That's my favorite character in comics. And the Batman is my favorite movie. Like I loved it. I thought it was what I always wanted: the detective Batman. And Robert Pattinson knocked it out of the park for me. I thought he did great, and it really shocked me that he did great. <laughs> and I was like, if you take away the fact that he was Edward Cullen, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, if he never did those movies, there wouldn't have been no controversy of him being Batman. That was yeah. the main controversy yeah. about him being Batman. But you know, I. I can admit, I watched the Twilight movies. I mean, I was dating at the time those movies were out, and about every date I went on with the girl, with my girlfriends back then was, let's go watch Twilight. <laughs> I, I didn't understand. I about got killed in a Twilight movie, too. That was pretty awkward. What? All the, all the fan, like all the fangirls and stuff looked at me because I was like, in the middle of the movie, I was like, I just don't get it. I said it too loud. Oh. I don't like it loud. And they gave me a death stare, like if looks could kill. Because <laughs> I, I just like, and it was uh, Eclipse. It was the third movie. Oh, yeah, 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 and yeah. I, I forget what I said. Like, I, I can't remember. I don't know what part it was, but I was like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> yeah, I think, I think, and, yeah. you know what? I will tell you, it is cringe now. Like, I was in middle school. I went to the Eclipse premiere. I went to all the premieres before, you know, before, like, we couldn't do, like, the midnight premieres anymore. Um, because, actually, I don't know if you know about the um, the um, shooting at the Batman premiere in Aurora, Colorado. I remember that. I, <clears throat> I actually went and watched it the day after, and that was all over the news. And I was like, holy crap. Like, so yeah, I remember that. Fun fact. So, actually, I come from Colorado. I'm. Okay. Um, I was born and raised in Colorado, and I moved to New Mexico um, in seventh grade. So I was about fourteen, the same age, um, <clears throat> as this um, crazy, crazy little girl. Um, <laughs> um, <clears throat> and my sister. I was visiting my sister. She still lives in Colorado, and she was living with one of our cousins. Um, and we were like, uh, we were out, like we had like, um, did some like cliff diving the day before that, that day in Boulder and, um, Boulder, Colorado, for those who don't know. Um, and we were like, oh, right. The, the, the Batman movie is out. What, what if we go to the midnight premiere? Because everyone was like, Hey, Batman. And I love Batman too. Like Harley Quinn. I have a Harley Quinn poster. Yeah. Um, and I used to play the, like the Arkham Nights um, video games. Those are really good games. Really good games. Oh, really, really good, good games. games. I love those games. Um, really good games. So we were we we found the midnight premiere in Aurora. We were like, oh, that's not far from here. Let's do that. And then we like talked about it for a little while with my cousin and my sister and I. Um, <clears throat> and um, um, we were like, nah, we're really tired because we had cliff dive that day. So we 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 actually. Um, and the next morning we woke up and we were like, oh, wow. Oh my God. That's the same exact theater that we were going to go to. Mm-hmm. That, 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 wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. So, I could have been killed. <laughs> yeah. On this episode of I could have been killed too. Just kidding. On this episode, I could have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That cliff diving saved y'all. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, cliff diving is dangerous as is, but it's fun. Yeah. I, I used to do it a lot. Yeah. I love cliff diving. It's fun. Um, I love hiking. I love cliff diving, all those all those things. Um, anyways, <clears throat> so, yeah, no, I was a hardcore twihard. And I will say one little point before we get back into this um, part of the show um, was, I will tell you, Robert Pattinson hated his role in Twilight. Kristen Stewart hated her role in Twilight. Like, honestly, they both stated that if they were to do Twilight, if they were to go back and, you know, like, um, audition again, they wouldn't. (laughs) Um, And I get it. Like, I mean, I was a Twilight when I was young. Um, Now that I'm older, I'm like, wow, this man was toxic. Um, both of them were Toxica, oh. both of them, and even Be- Bella. Jesus, oh, yeah, <laughs> all of you're the not, Toxica. You're not the first like Twilight fan I've heard them say that. Heard say that. <laughs> like all of them were Toxica. Like just, just, just like your teenagers. Anyways, I get it. Teenage love and angst and all that stuff. Like that was the rage back then. And um, believe me. Vampires were also the rage back then. I was a vampire that that year that Twilight would like was released. I was a vampire for Halloween every year after that. I was like a Victorian vampire. I was like the Twilight vampire. I was, I loved that shit. I thought it was hot. And then I also read like the, I also watched like Vampire Diaries and True Blood and like I read the vampire shows and like I read all the smut, um, the smutty vampire books. Um. <laughs> I thought it was a good show. <laughs> yeah, True Blood's a good show. If you want to get into vampires, guys, don't go to Twilight. Go to True Blood. That is the vampire show you need to go to. Um, it's one of my best friend's favorite shows. <laughs> I didn't finish it, but I heard that like the last two seasons were kind of meh. Yeah, it's kind of like Walking Dead. <laughs> Anywho. Uh, that's another... We could be here for five hours talking about what happened walking dead. Yeah, so I'm on season three now. I just started watching it. It's just a year older. Um and I'm I'm getting you a, little... got a, a few more seasons. Really? I'm already getting tired of it, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. It, yeah, it just uh just keep I going was the same way. Just keep going to about I think I quit after season six or seven. Okay. Okay. And uh, that's when I was like, yeah, I just can't get into it no more. But, yeah, I, I kind of, round season three, kind of got out of it. And then, like, a friend was telling me, he was like, you need to start it again. And I binged watched, like, three seasons in a week. Damn. And really liked it. Like, I was like, it's good. Like, it, it got better. And then it just nosedived again. Like, it's a roller coaster. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. But, I'll keep on watching it. Um. I, um, I just finished, um, I've been, like, getting in my, like, <clears throat> I want to watch, like, my old school anime, and, like, I've been getting back into anime. I just finished the new Attack on Titan, te- te- la- 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 la. um, <laughs> the Attack on Titan, te- oh, my Attack on Titan. <laughs> you got this. Levi Ackerman owes my left titty, guys. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I actually, like, named some of my, like, at at the time I watched the first season, I named some of my RPG characters, like, Levi. Oh, my God, I love that. All the characters, characters, Arme, is it Army? which one? 
Armin. Yeah, Armin. <laughs> Armin. And I, I tried to watch like the the dubbed version, and I, I it's good, but the subbed is better. Like the voice actors, like the Japanese actors, do a really good job. Oh my God, Levi's voice actor can just yes, choke. he does a good job. He he really fits that character. Yeah, I mean, they all. Do. I, <clears throat> I need mean, to, I need to get back into it. I need you to should, it. you should. It's over now, so you have a lot to go back ahead and get into the sorry guys adhd <laughs> we'll get back into this murder i think we needed to go off topic for a little bit because this is just oh a sad yeah it, murder. It, it, <laughs> it's a very sad murder so that was a that was a good little break <laughs> um okay so getting back into the trial of the of what happened after you know the police found all the evidence you know they were prosecuted um, <clears throat> so the trial of the Hello Kitty murder case, um, it lasted on until December 7, 2000. Um, it started on October 20th. Um, the three men who were convicted of the land slaughter were voted of a 6-3. So, um, the eight, the eight man and one woman jury ruled the remains were not sufficient to show whether Fan was murdered or died from drug, from a drug overdose. So, I mean, I... <laughs> whatever anyways (laughs) while the jury could not rule that the man intended to kill fawn they did determine that she had died as a result of their abuse so um lao even you know like i said um lao testified um at the trial in exchange for immunity basically so she was like i said she was let go um and then during the trial chan and lee sing sho denied killing fan although they did not deny dismembering her body so, you know, still, you're still, um, yeah, no, you're still kind of a scum yeah. of the earth. You're, you're a scum of the earth. Yeah. No, I didn't kill him, but yeah, no, I just I wanted didn't... to chop them, chop her up at the end. <laughs> yeah. That's basically, that, that was a good imitation of him, because that's how it was. I didn't <laughs> kill her. I just hit her a few times and tortured her, but I didn't kill him. Not like I inflicted anything on this woman, you know? <laughs> It's yeah. not like we kidnapped her and strung her up for a month and put her through hell, you know, just for her to die of her injuries. That's not, I mean, we didn't kill her. She just died because she died. Yeah, she just basically died. Basically what they said. Yeah, basically. Yeah, she just died. But we chopped up her body. Yeah, yeah. Oh my Scum. God. Just, Scumbags. <laughs> yeah, scumbags. Yeah. So after the guilty verdict, Lang Woi and sister... Um, reportedly experienced a mental breakdown while Loing's brother slammed and broke the court door, causing damage. So, yeah, it was a it was a very sad trial. Like, of course, like it, you know. But they deserved what they got. So, absolutely. Um. So the aftermath of what happened was, um, <clears throat> even though Lilifon School was the only exhibit in the case after the trial was kept by Forsnick pathologist in the New Lund public mortuary until the appeal process of the prisoners was completed and her birth family was notified in March 2004 that the school would be returned and cremated on March 26th. Um, so the apartment building in which the crime took place was demolished in September 2012 um, and has been rebuilt as a hotel named Surviat in 2016. Three Buddha portraits were placed in the hotel as a memorial. Um, so a little bit more, um, 
details about it. A necklace that belonged to Fawn was handed over to Fawn's son after it was discovered in the refrigerator during the investigation. Okay, here we go. Um, I did find a little bit about um, Fawn's son. Sorry. I didn't get to, I did this like little, like literally right before we, um, the aftermath, I did this like literally right before we started um, recording. So it is reported that Fawn's son and husband now resides in Singapore. Um, so the publicity around the case resulted in the production and release of films that told the story. Both Human Porkchop and There's a Secret in My Soup was released in 2001. Um, so there's, like, movies about, um, off this. Um, I don't know if I want to watch them because... Like I would. No. Mm -mm. no. Personally, no, no. thanks. Yeah, because I, I saw where the there's a secret in my soup when I was reading about the case. and Oh, yeah. I was like, I don't think I would want to watch a movie about that. No, thanks. Yeah, same. Yeah. So Long Xing Cho, who managed to reduce his sentence from life to 18 years on appeal in March 2004, was released in April 2014. Um, yeah. So, but eight years later, Long was arrested and sentenced to jail once again for 12 months in August 2022 for sexually assaulting a 10-year-old girl. Okay, like, this fucking man needs to be killed already. Like, I'm sorry. I don't believe, okay, I don't believe in the, the killing whatever, um, what's it called? The, um, um, yeah. I, I, I mean, I kind of, it just depends. It just depends. I think they, he needs to just be rid of this earth, in my opinion. But that's just my opinion. He just did something. He, I mean, he did another horrific crime. Exactly. So, um, <clears throat> it wasn't Chan. Like, Chan Min Uk is the the actual, like, guy who took place of it. But, like, um, Wan Shi Cho is, like, the, the other guy. But, you know, and I think um, Chan... So, yeah, Chan Min Uk is still in jail. So, it's... I, I just... I, I don't understand why he's gone. He's still, you know... Um, he's still, you know, out there. He needs to fucking die. <laughs> um, but so, yeah, it was, it, I mean, like there's life imprisonment on that other guy, but you know, Long Shi Cho, like, you know, he was committed and for 18 years and then he like was released and it's just sad. It's just, it's just, this is just a sad case. Everyone like, it's just around yeah it's it's horrific details a horrible horrible act of torture towards towards the victim and like yeah. you said and she had a baby she you know yeah. she had a young child at the time and you know for a month he probably didn't know where his mom was at mm -hmm. oh and that's um, what yeah and like that's what i wonder i i've been i like okay that's what i was trying to search i was trying to search like, during the month of her being gone, like, what happened to the baby? Um, obviously, he was fine. Um, <clears throat> you know, his son and husband reside um, in Singapore. Like, her, I think her, um, when she left her husband. Um, but, you know, it's just, it's just sad. It's just, like, what happened? Like, you know, and, like, that poor child now, probably older, is probably having to deal with mental you know, mental backlash of all of this. You know what I mean? Definitely. And all that. Yeah. And it's, it's like I said, it's just, 
It's sad. <laughs> um, so that is the case, the Hello Kitty murder. <laughs> um, but yeah, go ahead, Mr. Loco. It's just like when, like the other days, you sent me the article and I read it and I was like, oh my god, I've read, I, I read it before, but I didn't go into the much details last time I read it like I did this time, and it was just horrific just reading that you know mm -hmm. it's just like oh god like how can another human being do that to another human like i feel bad if i cut in line or something and these people freaking way they just had no remorse or no you know they just didn't care mm -hmm. they just treated her like she was nothing right and, and like it's just over five hundred dollars five hundred dollars yeah like, come on now. Yeah, and he added in, and he added entrance, interest. Uh, there, I see. I can't talk it. <laughs> uh, interest to mm -hmm. you know wanted more money and like I, like I said, he was probably trying to prove himself. You know, try to build up his rep as this crazy triad member that you don't want to mess with him. You steal five hundred dollars, you end up like her. You know. Right, 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 and, right, right. And I wonder if the case would have got as much like media coverage if. They didn't have her head in the Hello Kitty, like her skull in the Hello Kitty. Yeah, I mean it's like for those who are out that, there. Yeah, go ahead. Because that—that's what um, a lot of the media coverage. Everything I read about it was, you know, it's the Hello Kitty murder, and you know, and it it may have because it's just horrendous mm -hmm. just what they did, what they did to her while she was living and when she passed away. You know, they boiled her body, body parts, and it's just, it's just horrible, and yeah, they're scum. Scum of the earth. Yeah, scum of the earth that deserve to, to die a horrible death, and I, like I said, I hope that, um, um, <clears throat> they, you know, get haunted by this woman, and I'll show you, I'll, I'll send you a picture right now of, so it's Fan Mi, um, sorry, Fan Mi Yi, um, and her child, super cute picture, I found on the internet, of course. And then her perpetrators, um, like I said, disgusting human beings. Um, and um, it, it's just, like, that cute, cute baby. And her mom, like, she looks so happy. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it just makes me She's trying to turn her life around. She was trying. That's the thing. She tried, and... Yeah. One mistake. She did one mistake, and at the, you know, just reading about that, she was desperate. You know, like you said, she didn't have the income that she used to have when she was doing all the drugs mm -hmm. and prostitution and yeah, money. You know, she yeah, money is. I mean, it's just money makes the world go around, unfortunately, and it's just really yeah, sad. Unfortunately, um, she probably wanted. Didn't want to see her kid hungry anymore. Yeah, yeah, and I get it. I really do get it. I mean, okay, so I, I don't get the murder. I'm not. That's what I'm saying. I, I get like wanting money. What she? Why she did it? Why she stole from this horrible, horrible person? Like she took a chance and stole the money from this person. Like it mm -hmm. was the equivalent of five hundred dollars in U.S. dollars. Yeah, like I and... said, and like for someone who actually is a broke person right now, like five hundred dollars is a lot. It's a lot. $100 is a lot when you don't got nothing. 
Yeah, $100 when you don't get love. Exactly. When I have $100, I'm like, oh my God, yes, food. (laughs) (laughs) No Um, more ramen. Yeah. That was my college days, ramen noodles and water. (laughs) Same. (laughs) Um, Honestly, guys, if you guys want to support our Patreon, we're going to start posting there soon. Um, $5 a month. (laughs) It's all right. Only five dollars. Just $5. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so for actually, real talk, so those who are part of our Patreon, so sorry we haven't been posting in a while. Like I said, it's really hard for Meg and I to get together sometimes, like, because she has a full-time job. I have a full-time job. Um, you know, I really love doing this, and it's, it's, it's become such a fun thing for me. I personally, I love it. And, you know, I've gotten to know Meg a lot more after this, too, and... You know what I mean? It's 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 good. It's fun. Um, but anyways, guys, out for everyone out there, we will put our links in the description. I'll put all the um evidence that I found, where I found it in the description. I'll also put Locos um stuff in the description as well. And so you guys can check him out. And he said that he's gonna you said that from what I understand, correct me if I'm wrong, you're gonna start streaming again here soon. Yes, um, maybe tonight. I, hope. I, I don't want to write it in stone because I am a, I am a new I'm a Papa Loco now. That's why I've been off for two months. Yeah, I've heard. Oh my God! Yeah. Congratulations on your baby. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. you. Should, and, I mean, if yeah. you're comfortable, you should send pictures in the Discord. But if you're not, I completely understand. Um, I, I, I'm I'm comfortable. I've I've seen them. I've seen them. I've sent one to Meg on Twitter. So I, I'm proud of my little my little loco baby. Oh, how old again? Uh, just turned two months yesterday. Oh, baby. Okay, yeah, that's right. Okay, that's why you were having a having a break. I'm sorry. I just I love babies. I work with babies. I work with infants, and it's it's all good. It's, it's all so, good. They, so uh, fun. Yep. <laughs> I love babies. Oh yeah. I work with one-year-olds, um, so oh, okay. yeah, I'm a I'm a daycare teacher at a one-year-old, um, or sorry, at a daycare facility, and I work with the one-year-olds in the facility. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. it's so we're fun. Actually, we're actually putting our daughter in the nursery daycare. Nice, nice. I so just, we both work full-time jobs. Yeah, understandably so. Um, but anyways, thank you so much for being a part of this, Loco. And honestly, I feel like you're the perfect person for this because you said that you, like, studied this case and you studied um, uh, criminal justice in um, college and stuff like that. And that's actually really cool. That's, like, you're, like, the perfect person to be on this on this podcast with. So thank you so, so much for being a part of our show. And, again, anyone, guys who are out there, if you guys want to be a part of our show, we have – in our link tree, we have all the descriptions, and if you want to apply, um, for those who are in Meg's Discord, our um, application is there, or reach out to Meg and I on any sort of social media. Um, we will post this, um, today is um, November 5th, and we'll be posting it this Thursday, so look out for that. Um, and then hopefully we'll get back on schedule, guys. Again, so sorry for the... For the um, spotty, let's just put it this way, spotty, um, you know, like, I, I don't want to say, like, um, like releases. It's just uh, October, November, December is always busy for me. Always, always. No matter, like, if I have a job or not, it's always busy. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Anyways, guys, thanks so much for being here and listening. And thanks again, Loco. 
And thank you for having me. Of course. Thanks for listening in on the shenanigans. We will see you all next week. I'm Mimi. I'm Meg. Stay, Stay golden. golden.